And I really got to this place by learning so much about my highly sensitive trait and how this impacts me. And with this knowledge, I was then able to trust my experience a lot more because I just began to make the connections that, oh, this is like a real thing that happens to other people and there's nothing wrong or broken about me. It's just part of my experience. Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi there, welcome back to another episode of The Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm so happy to have you back for another week, and before I dive into this week's topic, I just want to let you know some exciting news, which is that the Highly Sensitive and Soulful membership, my signature program for HSPs, is open for enrollment. It will be open until this Friday, April 8th, so just a few days where you can get in, get signed up, and join this awesome community. I open enrollment only a few times a year, and I do it really intuitively, so I never know for sure when I will open it next. I just kind of feel into it. So it's one of those things where if it's feeling good, if it's piquing your interest, if you are intrigued, I would highly recommend hopping in sooner than later. It's a beautiful community. It is really a space of personal growth and community for highly sensitive people. It includes monthly mini courses on all sorts of different topics for HSPs. So if you join, you get access to a library of over 20 mini courses now. You also get a monthly Zoom call with fellow members We also have a monthly guest expert session where I bring in different experts in all sorts of fields to share their wisdom on on different topics for HSPs. So we've covered all sorts of things, Um, nervous system regulation, energetic boundaries, gut health, relationships, like so, so many things. I... (laughs) It would take me a while to name everything. So if you're interested, check out the link in the show notes here. It will give you all the info about this program and you can sign up through that link. Like I said, enrollment is open until this Friday, April 8th. So super excited to welcome you in and get to know you. All right let's hop into today's episode. So we are going to be talking about how to validate your emotions when other people don't get it, when they don't understand it, when they don't relate to you. This is so 
common for us as highly sensitive people. Like how many times have you felt like you had this experience, you had this reaction, something bothered you, something, you felt something really deeply and maybe you expressed this to someone else and they were like, they just didn't get it. They maybe thought you were being dramatic or they thought you were making it a big deal. And maybe this then caused you to really question yourself or feel embarrassed or uncomfortable or just like you didn't want to ever share this again. I know this has happened to me time and time and time again in my life where I really will second guess myself and be like, oh, like, was that really that big of a deal? Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm just being dramatic. This is such a common thing for us as highly sensitive people. And so I want to talk about how we can learn how to validate our experience instead of gaslighting ourselves and trying to downplay our experience or ignore our true feelings, because this is what often ends up happening. So where I would like to begin this conversation is with self-trust. So often we will have this experience, we'll feel this feeling, we'll have this reaction, whatever it may be, and immediately, likely because of our conditioning, we will then kind of deny it. Why are you feeling this way? Get over it. It's not that big of a deal. This is commonly what happens, right? We'll just go into like, oh no, you shouldn't be feeling this way. This wouldn't bother so-and-so. We will go there and we'll feel guilty for it. We'll feel like, oh my gosh, I'm making this a way bigger deal than it needs to. So this is where self-trust comes in because I think a lot of times we're second guessing our experience and downplaying it or making ourselves feel guilty for it because we don't really trust that it's a valid, quote unquote, valid way to feel. We struggle with this because so many of us had experiences growing up where our emotions were much bigger than the people around us. And maybe we did hear from people, well-meaning or not, who were would say, like, your reactions are so much. I can't handle you. You're making this such a big deal. You're so dramatic. And so we internalize these messages that we've received, and then it becomes our internal mantra where we will have a feeling come up, and then we'll kind of hear that voice. Like, oftentimes it's a voice of somebody in our lives. It's not even really our voice. And we'll we'll get that message like, you're making this a big deal. Stop feeling this way. You are too dramatic. You are too much. And so we don't validate our own experience and we don't really trust ourselves. We don't trust that we can rely on our feelings, that we can use them as wisdom, right? Because from an early age, many of us learned to distrust ourselves because maybe when we did have these big reactions, it caused issues. It caused rifts. It made people upset. It made people not want to be around us, whatever it may be. And so as we're adults, we then don't want to have that same experience. And so we just will downplay it and we won't trust the way that we feel. And in addition to that, maybe you've had experiences as an adult or how maybe you're a teenager listening to this. I know we have some in this audience, but maybe you've had the experience then in your later years where you have expressed your emotion and somebody didn't get it. They said those words to you that you heard growing up that were so hurtful. Geez, you're making this a big deal. What's your problem? Get over it. And then it just perpetuates that story of my feelings are too much. 
if I express myself, people won't like it, people won't get it. I'm better off just staying quiet and not sharing this with anyone. So that's what we really want to focus on here is how can we then learn to trust ourselves and learn how to validate our experience even if other people don't get it. Because a lot of people, the truth is really, a lot of people might not get it. They might not understand firsthand your experience. However, that does not mean, that does not give them the right to disrespect or undermine your experience. But they don't have to understand it. And that's the truth. That is the hard truth. Not everyone is going to understand our experience. And guess what? That's actually okay, because it's all about us understanding and validating our experience. So bringing it back to the self-trust piece, then that is a key factor in us learning to validate our own experience, because we first have to even trust ourselves and trust the experience that we're having. And that's the key to then knowing, okay, the way I'm feeling is for a reason. This has come up for me. And so it really does not matter what anyone else thinks if it's or if it's different than what the people around me experience, because for me, it is true and it is real. And that's all that needs to be in place in order for it to be a valid experience for me. So let me share a tangible example with you. And hopefully this continues to make it more clear as to how you can kind of use this in your daily life. So for me, I get really overwhelmed when I have a schedule that is packed. I have a lot of things back to back. I just know myself and I know that it tends to overwhelm me and feel like too much. And my husband, on the the other hand, is not an HSP and he is a lot more extroverted and tends to just have a lot more energy than me. And so sometimes I'll compare myself to him and feel like, wow, maybe I'm just being dramatic. Maybe I'm making this a big deal because like, look at how many hours he's able to work. Look at how he can just do these things back to back and he seems totally fine. So this used to be a real thing that I would struggle with a lot. And so I would unconsciously really kind of push myself to perform at that same level because I was not being honest with myself and not really trusting my own experience because I was feeling like, well, suck it up get over it. Other people do this. So why can't you? And as I got more steeped in the HSP work and learned more and more about myself, I really began to recognize, no, this way that I'm feeling overwhelmed, the way that this for me personally is too much to handle, that's valid. My husband is a different person than me. He has a different personality, different wiring, and that's perfect. But for me, I am wired to be more sensitive. I do get tired out more easily. And that doesn't mean that I am broken. And I really got to this place by learning so much about my highly sensitive trait and how this impacts me. And with this knowledge, I was then able to trust my experience a lot more because I just began to make the connections that, oh, this is like a real thing that happens to other people and there's nothing wrong or broken about me. It's just part of my experience. And then with with that knowledge in mind and ingrained in me, I've now been able to set up my life most of the time to support me in a better way. So I, as often as I can, I try not to have back-to-back meetings. And I also really try not to judge myself when I get 
tired when I have a day that feels overwhelming, even if I did not do as many things as somebody else, right? If I feel it, that's my experience. And it doesn't matter if anyone else really understands it. I think a lot of times as HSPs, we compare ourselves to the non-HSPs around us. And it's like totally understandable because there are way more non-HSPs in the world than there are HSPs. And so we, the majority of people around us that we see are not as sensitive as we are. And so we think that we should be operating the same way as them and feeling the same way as them. And it's simply not true. It's just going to be different for us. And that's okay. Another example that might come up for you is let's say you have a disagreement with your significant other and they said something in a way that just felt really hurtful to you. And maybe they didn't intend for it to be hurtful, but it was just the way that it it triggered you, it hit you in just the right place. And you're like, oh, I did not like that comment. And maybe you express this to them and they're like, what are you talking about? You're being so sensitive. Get over it. It wasn't that big of a deal. And this is an area where a lot of times we'll then backpedal and second guess ourselves and be like, well, maybe I was making that too big of a deal. Maybe I was being too sensitive. And so this is a perfect opportunity to then validate your experience. It can look like acknowledging that maybe this this person really did not mean to say something hurtful. You can kind of assess if it was intentional or not. Sometimes things just slip out or we have our past experiences that impact us, like whatever, right? But you can kind of look at that, but you can also then feel into how it felt for you. And if it did feel hurtful for you, if it did feel like something that impacted you, you don't have to deny that. It doesn't need to become a bigger deal, right? But it can be something that you express and it could look something like this. Hey, I understand that maybe you didn't intend for this to be hurtful, but the way that I absorbed it, the way I experienced it was that it really just felt kind of, it made me feel not seen. It made me feel not heard. It really just hit on this insecurity of mine and it really did hurt my feelings. And I just want you to know that that is a real experience for me. And it starts with like these moments of kind of speaking up for yourself and advocating for yourself that you can really start to solidify that trust in yourself because we're bringing it back to the self-trust thing. When we just deny ourselves, when we automatically gaslight ourselves and say, oh no, it's not a big deal, I'll get over it. Then we kind of perpetuate that story for ourselves. Rather, if we acknowledge our experience, if we voice it, if we really let ourselves feel into it. And then we move on. I'm not telling anybody to like stay there and be like, oh my gosh, everyone is making me upset. Like, I don't want to encourage that at all, but I do want to encourage you to really honor the way that you're feeling and don't just try to bypass it and don't automatically gaslight yourself because you do deserve better than that. And you do deserve to give yourself the respect of feeling what's up for you and really letting yourself process it in a healthy way rather than thinking that you just need to get over it and not be so sensitive, quote unquote, right? Like, come on. The other thing that I think is really helpful for HSPs, and I always say this, and I'm going to always say it over and over and over again, it is to be in community with other HSPs because, yeah, the reality is it can be pretty hard to be around people that don't fully understand your experience. And so that's why it's great to be around other highly sensitive people where you can express your experience and have people around you who are literally like, yes, 
I totally get it. I have that same feeling that comes up for me too. And here's how I deal with it. Or literally just them empathizing with you can just be such a healing and validating experience. And that's another way that you can continue to strengthen your self-trust in the way that you feel because you're seeing more examples of people around you who have similar experiences. And it makes you see that you're really not alone and you're not strange or so different for having this experience. Like most of us experience the same things. Like we're actually really not that unique. We're unique, but like we have a lot in common, so much more than we realize. And that's been one of the coolest things with the HSP membership is on our monthly Zoom calls, especially we share openly as much as people are comfortable, of course, but we do share our experiences. And I've seen so much growth and healing happen in that space because people are expressing themselves openly and seeing often for the first time that someone else really, truly gets it. And that is just validation. Like, see, (laughs) you're normal. Like this happens to all of us. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I know this is something that can be really deeply painful for us, but you're not alone and you can trust yourself and you can trust your feelings and your experience. And so if this feels a little bit nerve wracking to you, that's okay. I'm going to encourage you to challenge yourself though and and just give this a shot. Thanks for tuning in. As always, make sure to share this episode with a friend who needs it and maybe even leave a review if you feel so called. I would super, super appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in and I will catch up with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.